Hey, you. Yes, you. You're listening to Business SOS. Yep, Business Stories of Success, where we interview successful business owners for successful business owners. How do they make it happen? How do they keep it going? Join us with your host and business advisor, Mark Adams. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. You're with Mark Adams at Next Level Business Advisors, and we are joined today by Ms. Glory Munoz. And she is with us as she's the owner of Graphically For You. She is a branding expert, and her company does amazing things. I'm sure she's going to tell us that, right? Yes. <laughs> hey, Glory, how you doing? Good. How are you, Mark? How's everything? Um, I'm not too bad. Not too bad. Trying to get through these days. So I'm excited to have you on, and I figure we'll just jump right in. Tell us a little bit about yourself and your business. Well, my name is Glory Munoz, like you you mentioned. I do branding, and I do website design and development. And it's so funny that I do that now because Graphically for You began with social media management. I started doing social media management back in 2018, prior to the greatness of this crazy pandemic and mm. it was interesting it had its ups and downs and like anything else business is very hard to figure out and kind of balance but in those little peaks and valleys i gained i gained my bearings and i decided that i wanted to expand i wanted to be able to provide my clients with other services that I knew I had the tools to do and uh, provide with because I went to school with for that. And so I had the preparation, I had the, ba the I had the foundation, I had the basics, I had the equipment, the tools and everything to provide my clients with top of the line services. Awesome. Awesome. Love it. Love it. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that pivot. I find in the past several years, absolutely many business owners have pivoted to address COVID and all types of things. I was just speaking with another business owner earlier today, and he talked about being adaptable. And if you can't adapt, you're going to have all kinds of challenges. So it's nice to hear. So I'm going to get a little bit into your business. What role do you play in it? Well, I am the front end, the back end, the side end, the other side end. I pretty much cover it all. Okay. But in the near future, I am looking to expand and to bring team members into my business. And that is something that is rather more near than far. And I would like to incorporate people that will merge great with not only what I can bring, but also in the areas of film, of editing, of all these other platforms that are incorporating video, which if you're not incorporating video, you're kind of putting yourself in an awkward situation because we're going in that direction. And so if you're not comfortable showing up in front of a computer screen front of a, of a camera, any type of thing that has to do with video, if that's not you and you're a business owner, I'm sorry to let you know, but this is something that you need to work on. 
It's something that you need to develop because the more comfortable you become with video, with audio, and all those types of things that will help elevate your business will attract more clients to your business. And as a result, you will get more business. Okay. So then where can I find you on video? Well, on video right now, I'm in TikTok. That's been, <laughs> okay. that's been quite interesting. Um, I'm also trying new things. I'm preparing to launch my own podcast. And so I'm preparing for that. And okay. I would also like to eventually jump into YouTube. So okay. those are things that are on the bucket list that are on the horizon. Maybe not right now, but that's on the sites are set. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. Which is crazy because if you were to ask me in 2018, would I be doing audio? Would I be doing video? Would I be doing TikTok? Would I be doing YouTube? I would have told you, no way. Are you crazy? Yeah. But as a business owner, you know, and it's, as you continue to survive, you have to look at other ways to grow. Right. So that, that makes sense. I'm going to, obviously we we're talking about, or we're going to focus on success and what that means. But before I do that, I want people to make sure that they can find you. So your company is graphically for you. How yes. do we find you? If we need your services, I have a website is called graphically with the number for the letter you.com. And right now, it's going through an overhaul, but there's still a landing page on there where you could set up a meeting with me if you want to get to talk to me or set something up. We could definitely talk. You can WhatsApp me. The number is 321-325-0325. You can also find me in Google Business. I am in Google Business and you can contact me through there. I am available on the web. I love it. I love it. Now you gave us the number, your WhatsApp number. You gave yes. us your website. I want you to do us a favor for those of us who are slow witted and spell your website for us. Just well, my website is G R A P H I C A L L Y. The number four, the letter U.com. Okay, I thought I spelled it right, but I just wanted to make sure just in case. <laughs> awesome, awesome. We need to find you, right? Yes. Um, how, and how long has Graphically for you been in business? You, you, was it, did it start in 2018 or did it go before? We prior started to in 2018. So, yes, we just turned four, which Congrats. is exciting. Yeah, thank you so much. It's It's been interesting. It's been a rocky road. But a lot of people tell me once you pass the two years and you you're still kick in then you're doing something right and so it has been challenging but at the same time there has been a lot of projects that have been very rewarding and it's really interesting to see when a person comes to me for a particular project and they feel devastated they feel that this project is not a go because they think it's not possible. But when I get to talking to them and analyzing and pretty much like picking at their brain to see what it is that they're looking for. 
And then when I go into my creative side and start developing and designing, and then when I present their idea back to them, a lot of times they tell me, how did you know that? How did you do that? Like, you got it. Like, you understand me. And that, that part right there is one of the most rewarding things because you're connecting in a stronger level than if it was just, okay, I created this for you, be on your way and bye-bye. No, a lot of times those clients that we've connected in that level, they are lifetime clients. They've, they've stayed with me. They've transitioned with me. They've been with me in my good times and my bad times. And the times where they thought, oh my gosh, there's no more graphically for you. But just because you don't hear about a company doesn't mean that they're gone or out of business. A lot of times is because they're behind the, the scenes creating and developing so that they can stay afloat. And so that's something that is very important. Nice, nice. Now I'm going to ask you a question about your direction. What, um, and I think you alluded to it, but what makes you an expert in your field? Um, I have over 13 years of experience. I started with graphic design back in 2001. I graduated with a associates from Broward College down in South Florida, and it was a multimedia multimedia degree. And ever since then, I've been creating, I've been designing, I've been developing. And one of the things that always stands out with me the most is when I was in the classroom, I was always picking the hardest challenges. And one of the things that my teacher pointed out to me when I left my last day in, in class was, he's like, you know what? I remember that day when you first came into my class and you took the hardest class on your first semester and I told you, are you sure that you want to do this? You're not supposed to be in this class. You can go back to the registrar's office and they can switch out for another class. And you told me no. And the crazy part is that you killed it. Like you did amazing on your first semester and you kept showing me that you had the ability to fargo the ideas and expectations that you yourself had for yourself. And I said, yeah, that's what I want. I wanna be able to challenge myself and to surpass those challenges because guess what? When you surpass those challenges, not only are you proving to yourself that you have what it takes, but you're letting your clients know that they have a professional handling their branding, their website, their content creation, their social media. It's not something that I take lightly. And I, and I tell my clients, I didn't learn this in the basement of my house. And they laugh at me. And by the way, there's no basements in a lot of the houses in Florida. I so know. people are like, what? And so, because you know how they say that a lot of the businesses started in basements or garages. That's right. Oh, garages. My house doesn't have a garage and nor does it have a basement, but I throw that in there as a little humor. Cool. Very cool. Yeah. Let me ask you this question. What made you decide to take the leap to business ownership as opposed to just working for someone in, in, in your profession? Why well, business ownership? Well, um, I threw myself into business owner because I wasn't giving the opportunity to work in corporate America. I applied for 
endless opportunities. And the crazy part is that before I graduated with my bachelor's, Mm -hmm. I only had an associate. And so I would apply for jobs in my field with the requirements that they were looking for, but they kept saying, you don't qualify because you don't have a bachelor's Hmm. or you don't qualify because you don't have the experience or you don't qualify because of this. So you don't qualify because of that. So I went and I obtained my bachelor's from University of Central Florida. I graduated in 2014. And right there, immediately, I started looking for corporate America. I went to amazing job opportunities. I got interviewed first time, second time. A lot of the times I was even interviewed the third time. And what I would hear was, okay, we'll call you back. Okay, we'll get back to you. Okay, this, okay, that, and it never happened. And it just so happened that I said, you know what, I'm tired of this. I'm tired of having people tell me to wait and that they'll get back to me or do this or do that or trust the process. I was like, you know what? Forget you. And so I started (laughs) doing social media management and I got one client. I got two clients. I got three clients. And one of those clients that I had, their broker was very interested in what I was doing and I was creating for these clients that she was like, you know what? I like what you're doing. I like the results that you're obtaining. Can you do this for me? Can you recreate what you're doing for them? Do it for me. Mm. And I was like, yeah, why not? And so I started working for her brokerage and she's a realtor and I did all her social medias. I managed their social medias. I connected everything. They had a lot of the social media platforms, but it was a mess. Like nothing was connected. Everything was there, but it was not doing what it was supposed to be doing. And so what I did was I funneled everything. I created a base for everything. This will go with this. This will go with this. This will go with this. If somebody comes in through this page, they'll be able to be connected to these other pages. And so that wasn't there before. There was no structure and it was a hot mess. And so I was there for about four months and about two weeks until my last month, I was like, you know what? I'm bored. I wasn't feeling challenged. I, I was feeling overworked and underpaid. And I, and I felt like the knowledge that I had was being taken advantage for. Mm-hmm. And I, I started feeling used. I was like, what the heck? You know, I went to school, I got my education and I paid a price, you know? And a lot of times you get these people that want to take advantage of what tools you've equipped yourself with. And so that week I said to myself, you know what, I'm done with this. So I resigned and that same, that same Wednesday, they're like, well, your resignation is active immediately. And I said, okay, no problem. I went and I grabbed my things. I left Mark. And as soon as I walked out that door, I felt free. (laughs) I felt so amazing. And And then I was like, girl, did you realize what you just did? you don't have a fallback plan. And I said, you know what? 
I know and I believe in a stronger and powerful God. I know he's not going to let me, he's not going to look like a fool. So that same week I started brainstorming and I started having dreams about working with other people. And I said, you know what? I think it's time for me to go into business. And so I started planning. I started brainstorming. I started analyzing. And that same week I had the name graphically for you and clients from the, the, the real estate firm were contacting me. They're like, where did you go? What are you doing? And I was like, I'm working in, I'm working at this company called Graphically for You. Oh, I've never heard of them. (laughs) I love it. I'm working in this company called Graphically for You. They're like, really? Oh, I've never heard of them. Well, send me the address so that we could meet so you could still do my social media. And and people kept coming. The referrals kept coming and the business kept coming. One of the things that they told me was I couldn't reach out to their realtors and I was like I didn't sign no disclaimer or anything so if I wanted to I could have called them but I didn't have to you didn't have to they were calling me they were looking for me and so I started giving myself tasks I started giving myself short middle middle size and long-term goals and mind you I got invited to speak in a in a, one of these meetings that they have with all these rich entrepreneurs, and they introduced me. I would like to introduce Gloria Munoz, a, the owner and the CEO, and it still hadn't hit me that right. I was an, the owner. Because when you're in the moment, you, put, you bombard yourself with work. Right. And you're so grinding. it hadn't hit me. And the if she's an entrepreneur, she's a rising star. She's amazing. She's going to talk to us about social media, what you should do, what you shouldn't do. And I was there like, yo, that's me. And then you hear this silence and he's like, yo, we're calling you. You can pass that. I'm like, on oh, up. Right, right. Hello, hello. <laughs> yeah. And so that's cool. It's been very interesting. I've seen my successes and a lot of times they're easier to accept for others than it is to accept them for yourself. And so it's crazy to even say that, but you have to get comfortable accepting your wins. You have to, because guess what? When it gets thick in the thick of things, when it gets hard, that's when you pull up your receipts and say, but I did this, I did this, I did this, I accomplished it's critical. this, it's critical I got this. And so a lot of times people tell you, oh, you shouldn't be bragging. And I was like, oh no, girl, you know how much work it took to get to this point to not brag. And so you kind of have to brag so yeah. that you can accommodate yourself and see that you do have what it takes, that you are able to sustain a business, that you're able to make that business flourish, to get connections for that business, that you're an essential part of your community because a business becomes a tool for your community to connect with other businesses that hand in hand can work together to build greater things. And so a lot of times people say, oh, but you, you're the, 
owner graphically for you? You don't have a team? I said, um, I do have a team. I have a CPA. I have a photographer. I have this. I have that. Um, who do you need? Do you need anybody? Oh, I need this. Okay, no worries. And I send over the number of 10 connections that I got that do what you need to do. And so a lot of people say, but why are you giving your work to other people? It's like, the more you give, the more you will receive. Okay, and it's like, nice. and that's how I see it. And, and a lot of times I've worked with people that don't have that mindset. And unfortunately, they're no longer sitting at my table. Yeah. I mean, business is funny like that. Um, and those who have been around who last for a little bit of time realizes there's value in giving, right? Um, there's uh, one of my mentors, one of my coaches says there's plenty of business to go around. Yeah. And so we don't want to try to be like, oh, I need to hoard everything for myself. There's plenty to go around. So that's nice. You, you said something that I just want to highlight. And you said it in a couple of different ways, actually. When you were working at the real estate company, what sort of moved you to this ownership? They didn't value what you were doing, right? So the phrase that people are using a lot nowadays is know your worth. If you know your worth, then you'll be willing to take chances that might not you might not otherwise. So exactly. that real estate broker didn't value your work. She didn't know your worth. You knew it. And it was interesting. Once you started, you didn't even realize your own worth. Now you're reminding yourself exactly all the time of your own worth, which is allowed, which allows you to continue to grow in business. It's an ironic thing. Sometimes we lose, our, we, lose, we lose our own value, right? We start working for ourselves and we stop valuing what we are. We don't even know our own worth. If you don't continue to remind yourself of it, you have that challenge. So I just wanted to encapsulate that because when you were mentioning it, you're talking, I was like, man, that phrase, know your worth jumps out. And so you want other people to see it, but you need to know it for yourself. That's how you're going to yeah. take it to the next level. So that's really cool. Let me ask you this question. Um, how do you define success? Well, for me, success comes in different forms. Success for me today is the fact that I was able to get up, that I'm breathing, and that I'm connecting and being able to connect with my audience. Success for me in, let's say, two, three years may be different because I may have a family. Success for me in 10 years may be I have a family, may, I may have grown kids. So for me, success is measured differently. And right now, for me, success is the fact that I'm going into 10 months of having actual clients that are the ideal clients that I've been longing for. And so for me, that is an accomplishment. And so I look at that as I was able to not only receive that client, but also keep that client and sustain that client for this long and longer. And so those, those things for me are success. Okay. And for me, business success is different than personal success. Okay, and dig so into that a little bit. I measure my personal success by how my business is doing. And one of the things that really caught me off guard was last year, it was, real, it was a rough year for me. And I received an acknowledgement as one of the top agencies in Orlando. And I was like, what? 
I did that. And so that to me was a huge success because I've been hustling. I've been nonstop. So many people have always told me you're in, you're doing this wrong. You should be in a nine to five. And, and their mentality is not my mentality. That type of mentality is a slave mentality right now. My mentality is to hustle, to get my business to the, uh, the scale of an agency. And right now it's just me, but I don't see just me. I see other people that are connected to me that bring business to me and the same way goes for me to them. And so that's, that's success. That's something okay. that I didn't have when I first opened Graphically for You. And so now I even look at myself, how I even communicate before I used to hide behind a computer screen. So to be able to sit with you today and do this interview for your podcast is a success for me because as an introvert, uh, and a lot of people say, you're not no introvert, like, girl, you're so outspoken. And I was like, no. That's the result of me working to get here because prior to that, I was very timid. I was a person that I would not develop a conversation. I would not initiate a conversation. I wouldn't ask questions. I would always have a question that would never be asked. And going to 2019 when i was in december 2018 i said to myself if i want graphically for you to succeed i need to get over my fears okay i need to challenge myself to do something that it's out of my comfort zone and the first thing that i gave myself was that i needed to do networking events And my first networking event, it was so nerve wracking. I remember when I got home, I was drenched in sweat of the nervousness I had. And then the second one, I wasn't as nervous. Then the third one, I was still nervous, but it wasn't. And so I started coming out of my shell, getting more comfortable with connecting with other people. And so fast forward to the end of 2019 going into 2020, I gave myself another assignment. I said that I was going to do lives and I showed up and I said to myself, I need to book these lives because if Glory does not book these lives, these lives will not happen. And so I went into my Facebook and I logged them all in and Every week I showed up. Was it uncomfortable? Heck yes, it was uncomfortable. Was it challenging? Heck yes, it was challenging. Did I feel I was talking to myself? Legit, like 99.9% of yeah, the time, yeah, I felt lives. like I was talking to myself. <laughs> and a lot of the times I felt I was 100% ready. And literally seconds before, Oh, nobody's going to connect. So I'm not going to do it. 
And I literally had that inner battle. No, you do it. No, don't do it. No, you do it. No, don't do it. Nobody's going to show up. It's like nobody got, nobody watches it. And that week after I did that live, somebody went into my DMs. They're like, you're so amazing. Oh, amazing wow. about what? Oh, your live this week was on point. I was struggling with this and you answered so many of my questions. And I said, why didn't you say anything in the live? And she was like, I was scared. And I said, do you know how scared and freaked out I was? She's like, no, you look so like, so sure of yourself, so confident. And I was like, girl, (laughs) just because you see me, it don't mean that like underneath what you don't see is like, you you're nervous and so she she was like no you gotta keep going what you're doing is amazing for other businesses you know how many people you're helping with the knowledge that you know and yes and so So now i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to um when i have some time and i'm just chilling go on facebook and look for a few of your lives (laughs) yeah they're still on there (laughs) of course of course (laughs) Cool, cool. Let me ask you this question because I don't want to um, lose too much time. You, you, you um, talked about your business journey and the success you have. Uh, have you made any mistakes? What's one big mistake you've made in your business journey that you can share? Whoa, slow down. I got what? scammed. Yes, I got scammed twice. Oh, um, my first year and my third year in business. Yes, I got scammed. Um, it was very scary. It was it was an experience that honestly I don't wish on anybody. Yeah, it's terrible. But I learned that not everyone that says that they want to use your business is for your business. Mm-hmm. And was it something that I would not want to do again? Honestly, Mark. If I was to open up my business and if that was to happen again, um, I would probably go through it again. Why? Because it taught me so many things that you don't learn in school. Mm-hmm. You don't learn. You don't learn these things in the streets. You don't learn these things by talking to people. And so these are things that I call it the school of life, you know? And so those are, it was, it was definitely the first time around. It was very scary. Um, I didn't talk about it to anybody because I was like, how could you, you were so stupid. And then afterwards I was like, you know what, this could happen to anybody. You know, I was trust, I was trusting of the individual. I trusted their word. I took their word and I trusted them. And unfortunately, because of them, I don't proceed the same way anymore. Well, and so I the, did. That's learning the lesson, hopefully. Right. Yeah. I made I made decisions moving forward that unfortunately people behind you and they come after that situation, they will not get the same treatment that that individual received. But it gives me the safety that I need to feel that and know that what I'm doing is for my safety and as well as yours. And so a lot of people say, oh no, that's that's not right. That you shouldn't do it like that. You should stay how no. It's my business. I run it how I want to run it. 
you think and you feel certain way, then you go open up your own spot and let me know how that goes. Cause every situation is different. And so absolutely first, yeah, the first time around, it was extremely scary. The person blackmailed me. They threatened against my life. So if, if I would prosecute or anything, Whoa. they said that they would come after me. And so I left things like as they were, they, they, they went away. They walked away with at least $3,000. Yeah. Oh, wow. So here's an interesting question. And you said it happened to you a second time. What could you have done to avoid the mistake the second time? Well, the second time it happened, it was different. So the first time this individual came through the website, the second time this individual came through Instagram. And okay. so they started acquiring information for a website and they wanted branding. They wanted website. They wanted. And I went through all the, the required measurements that I normally took. Mm -hmm. And what happened was this individual, the second time around, they actually sent an email. And within the email, when I opened it, they walked away with my information. Ah. And so that's what was different. So then and here's so my now, next question. Oh, sorry. Yeah. So now when I get mm -hmm. emails that I do not know, unfortunately, I do not open them. They go directly to the trash and if i if i because the thing is we do get those weird feelings when we get things in our inbox yes and so what i do is i press the phishing scam button if i don't feel that this is something that should be in my inbox you phishing scam and it's, it gets removed and i don't receive any other emails from that email and so okay. now i kind of have developed this sense of when I know the person is a lie and when I know the person is saying the truth. And it's crazy because on the second time it happened, legit a week later, three people were trying to catfish me. I'm like, yeah, and you're so-and-so. And so now I have a FBI. <laughs> Mindset. FBI, private security, like I go and I investigate and I make and that's sure probably that really smart nowadays, yeah. you know, there's so much. Yeah, there's so I go much and I investigate. Activity. Are you sure who, who you say you are? And so the first time after the second incident, the person that was saying that they were so-and-so, I literally took their picture and I brought it over to Google and did a picture search, a picture search. Okay. Okay. And I got a result and it said scam, 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 scam. Wow. And I and then I and the second one, it sounded like, no, this is too good to be true. And also it was also a scammer. And then I was like, you know what? If if it has a whiff of it, you're getting blocked, removed, and you're getting reported. So yeah, it if you have that feeling. Trust your gut. A lot of yeah. times that feeling, that gut feeling is pretty much spot on. So mm -hmm. don't try to 
give everyone the benefit of the doubt because a lot of times not everybody deserves that benefit of the doubt so yeah gotcha wow well i didn't want to go into a deep dark secret of scams <laughs> i'm gonna change i'm gonna change i'm gonna i'm gonna uh bring it up a little bit tell me what do you think is the single most important quality to be a successful business owner i think you need to have an open mindset hmm. why do i say that because a lot yes, of why? people a lot of people are not open about connecting with other people. And so if you just think about your business, that your business is the seventh wonder of the world and there's nothing like it, and you got what it takes to be that millionaire and nobody around you can do that, guess what? That's kind of salty. And unfortunately, people don't wanna be around that. You wanna be a person that you have an open mindset and a type of personality that you like to help others. Why? Because a helping hand gets further along than that one that's trying to push you down. And so in Puerto Rico, there's a saying that one hand washes the other and the two of them wash your face. And so huh. you have to work together. And there's a lot of people that are lone soldiers. They don't want to work with anybody, but they like to trash on people. And so it does catch up to you. It, mm -hmm. it, those types of things, it's ugly and it, it's not enticing. It's not inviting. And people eventually do pick up on it and people don't want to be around that. You want to be around people that are happy, contagious, that they want to help and they're there because you want them there. You want them to be around. Nice. Nice. I like that. And I like that expression. One hand washes the other. Both hands wash the face. Did I get yeah. it right? Yeah. I might have to, might have to steal that one, uh, Miss Glory. It Munoz. ain't mine, so it's all good. Okay, good, good, good. Then I won't get arrested for it. I'm going to give you one more question, if you don't mind. Um, no and this one is an advice to yourself. If you could go right back before you started your business, what advice would you give yourself? What advice would I give myself? Yes, ma'am. Don't be scared. Okay. Why? I like that. And I think I know why based on what we've already talked about, but why? <laughs> well, because a lot of times we don't make a move because we're scared. And if you really look at it, when you think of doing something without thinking about it, if you think about it too much. You're not going to do it. You're not going to proceed. And so something that I've learned for myself is if I'm thinking about something over, over two, three days, that ain't happening. Mm -hmm. And so you have to stop thinking so much, stop being afraid and just go for it. I mean, if you mess up, get up and try it again. You know how nice. many times Edison failed at the light bulb, you know? Yeah, I think at least There's once. There's so many people. <laughs> yeah, and so if you fail at it, guess what? You have ahead of uh, uh you have something ahead of yourself. You have the things that you learned because you failed and you have the things that you have the, the things that you did to help you fail. So guess what? Now I know what helped me because I failed, 
But now going at it again, I can improve and not do this because if I do this, then I'm going to fail. But if I do it this way, I may succeed. And so you're kind of ahead of yourself. And that way it's, you're just closer. And each time you try, you're closer to the goal that you wouldn't have gotten closer had you not tried in the first place. Like it. I like it. Don't be scared. There was a, I, I did a podcast a while back and this um, brilliant host or guest actually had an expression. She said it was her grandma. Everybody's stealing from everybody. It went <laughs> something like everything you want is on the other side of fear. And I thought that it's was true. powerful. Yeah. Everything you want is on the other side of fear. Fear holds us back from taking the leap. You know, sometimes you take yeah. the leap and you get the reward. So I like that. Don't be scared. And if you're an, an, a new entrepreneur, you're a struggling entrepreneur, you're just starting out. Don't be scared. Don't you be might scared. fail, but you just, like you said, don't get be back scared. Up. I mean, if, if you really look at it, you're not going to achieve anything if you don't do anything and time will pass, even if you're not doing anything. So Absolutely. you might as well allow the time to pass while you're learning to get where it is that you want to go. I love it. I love it. It's so true. I tell people that all the time, time keeps moving forward, right? Mm -hmm. From successes or failures, that's one moment in time and we move from it. We can grow from it. I love that. I'm going to end it on that note. I think that's a thank great you. note to end it on. Glory, thank you so much for giving us your time. And we look forward to your, watching you on your journey to success. Thank you, Mark. It's been a pleasure. Absolutely. Did you like that interview? Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast, Business SOS. And please drop a comment, like us, and share. If you are a successful business owner and would like to be considered for an interview, Visit us at businesssospodcast.com. Fill out our form and we'll reach out to you. Our next story of success will be in two weeks. Don't forget to tune in.